Hey, everybody, Andy Hamilton at Track Wrestling, and I have uh, Ohio State coach Tom Ryan on the line. The Buckeyes just landed in Iowa here uh, on their way to Iowa City for Friday night's clash with the Hawkeyes, um, number three versus number four in the national rankings. I want to start out, uh, first of all, Coach, thank you for, for giving us some time. Greatly appreciate that. Um, yeah, good with you, Andy. Yeah. So one of the things that I think that's really interesting about you, you're a, you're a pretty progressive thinker when it comes to wrestling. And, and I've seen and heard a lot of your thoughts uh, on your long-term vision for the sport. And, and you really feel passionately about the importance of dual meets and, and particularly, uh, you know, where college wrestling is headed and, and where dual meets fit into the picture. Can you kind of explain why you're so passionate about this subject? I think that, uh, I mean, for me, for me, there's a, there's a common sense piece to, uh, if you just look at any, you know, any, any event, any show, you know, anything that people follow regularly, one week impacts the next. And I think right now in college wrestling, uh, we do not have that. Uh, we've got a, uh, a great product, uh, a, a sport with a tremendous fan base. Uh, the sixth largest participation sport in the country. Yet I think that our our season uh, and uh, needs to be redesigned. It needs to be it needs to be thought of differently. And and really, what does the consumer think about the sport? You know, when we talked uh, prior to the season, you felt like, uh, or actually, it was back in the summer when when uh, there was talk about the the season overhaul. Uh, so to speak, of, uh, you know, kicking things off with the tournament season, going into duels, moving the season back. Um, mm-hmm. Is there any update you can give us on where those are, where those changes might be? Yeah, in the yeah, yeah. I know that Anthony Holman, uh, you know, in the NCAA committee, uh, there's a task force looking at this, trying to see how we can, you know, either you're getting better or you're getting worse, right? Nothing ever stays the same. And we've got to continually uh, think outside the box, and, and look at college wrestling in a way perhaps we haven't looked at it before to continue to grow the sport. We know this. We know our fan base is aging, right? We know our fan base at the national tournament is, is, is aging. So how can we draw this next generation of, of, of wrestling fans? And for me, it's always been, for many reasons, the dual meet has got to be the centerpiece of our sport. And there's two ways of doing that. Uh, the first way is that the dual meet determines the national champion. And then uh, a week or two later, you have an individual tournament where 10 people wrestle for a championship, for a title. That's, that's one option. The only other option that I see is that you have a system where the dual meet uh, allows you to carry points based on how you do in duels uh, into the second point scoring possibility, which is the current national tournament. So, that may be the best way to go, um, but to me, the current state of wrestling does not satisfy uh, what I think are some principles that it needs to uh, to continue to grow. Well, let's talk about Friday night, and that's a big dual meet in itself. If I'm not mistaken, Ohio State has never won in Carver-Hawkeye Arena. What do you have to do to change that, and, and how big would that be for, uh, for the Buckeyes and your program? as a whole well i mean it's you know it's a big match for us obviously it's a it's a um you know it's a great chance to learn uh you know everything 
before the national tournament, Big Tens, is a chance to learn and see where we are. Uh, this is an environment that will be, be a ton of energy uh, in the place, and we're looking forward to the duel, and we've got to win the big matchups. There's a, there's a, there's a bunch of them. We've just got to be us and not get caught up in, in uh, whatever energy is being thrown our way for us or against us. So, um, yeah, I mean, uh, we're looking forward to Like I said, we're looking forward to the duel. 33 is, is a big matchup with, with, uh, with Tomasello and Clark. I know this is one of the toughest places in the country to win. So, uh, you know, I think the bottom line for us is we're going to learn a lot about this team where we are. You've obviously been on both sides of things in Carver Hawkeye Arena as a competitor with the Hawkeyes, as an opposing coach. Mm-hmm. How much of a home field, home mat advantage really is there in Carver Hawkeye? Well, I think it is what the student athlete you're competing against allows. I mean, if you allow the the energy to work against you then it's a tremendous advantage if you just allow the energy to be what it is and uh, stay honed in on, on keeping it about wrestling and nothing else, then, you know, there shouldn't be an advantage regardless. It's about wrestling. But, you know, obviously all, all too often uh, when people are in a ruckus environment, they fall prey to the energy uh, works against them. And, and they don't, they just, they don't, they don't show the best version of themselves. And that's, that's all we need to be tomorrow night. We just need to be uh, the Buckeyes. And if we do that, uh, I think things will look, they'll go, go well for us. You guys have dealt with a lot of moving parts this season, and, and you won't have Kyle Snyder Friday night. Uh, you've had Bo Jordan in and out of the lineup. Keyshawn Hayes is out. Luke Fletcher is in. What has been, what's the season been like for the Buckeyes to this point, and, and what are the characteristics that have made this team unique? Yeah, I mean, you know, we, 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 we haven't lost yet, and that's really not the true measure of, you know, where we think the team is. Uh, you know, the true measure of the team is are we improving in the areas we need to improve on? Are we cutting weight better? Are we, are we, are we attacking? Are we fighting back? Uh, you know, just all measurable things. And, um, uh, you know, we've had a, a setback losing Keyshawn, but then you have uh, Luke Pletcher that steps up big time and, you know, has had a great, uh, has had a great season at this point. Um, you know, Kyle is Kyle is when you when you have a, a, a system like we have in college wrestling, where the dual meet is critically important, but doesn't determine anything at the end of the year. Then you work with someone that wants to win five gold medals, right? Uh, Kyle wants to win five golds. If Kyle Snyder is a, an absolute uh, team player, uh, Kyle, like me, understands that uh, whether we win or lose tonight. It has no impact on whether we're the national champions or not. I want to change that, but until it changes, you you put a schedule together for the reigning Olympic champion to make sure that he can win the next four Olympics, which is what he wants, and that's why he's not with us tonight. He's at the Eureka tournament. It's been a season of transition with uh, your staff as well. Um, I guess, first of all, what has it been like not having Lou Roselli around, and, and what has Travel Belognev brought to the table? We hear so many good things from so yeah. many different people about his wrestling mind. Yeah, Terrell is, uh, you know, a fantastic coach, as is Coach Jaggers. We added Anthony Ralph recently to help with uh, a lot of things that he's really strong at. So, um, you know, we, we uh, you know, when you, when you, when you lose Lou, you, you, you hire a, you know, a two-time Olympian in Terrell who, who looks at the sport in a very unique way. Uh, it's also, you know, giving Jay the opportunity to really step up and lead, uh, uh, which he's done a great job at. So, you know, we're, we, we feel really good about that. I feel really good about the staff and, and the different things that these guys bring to the table. 
I want to ask you something I've asked you about before, but we've never had the chance to, you know, since I've been a part of track wrestling to, to have you tell this story, but I think it's a phenomenal story. Um, can you share your first experience in the Carver Hawkeye arena wrestling room after you made up your mind that you were going to transfer from, from Syracuse? Yeah, well, it was, uh, you know, I think for me, it was, you know, there was no internet. I, you know, there was no internet at the time. And, and as an avid wrestling fan and a guy that wanted to do big things in the sport, to me, the only way to uh, understand what was happening out here at the time Iowa was dominating uh, with Coach Gable at the helm, and the only way to understand it was to, for me to immerse myself in it. So, uh, you know, I drove out here uh, right after school ended in, at Syracuse. Uh, so it was a June, a June day, and um, I, uh, I showed up in the wrestling room at 3 o'clock, and the room was packed with people, and I was sitting in the corner, and uh, Coach Gable, who to me was, you know, uh, God on earth, uh, walked over to me and said, who are you? And I was like, well, my name's Tom. I'm going to be transferring here. And he said, uh, well, you're not getting any better sitting there. So he had me wrestle with these twins that I didn't know. Uh, one was Terry Steiner, who, you know, now is the head women's coach, the national team, and one was Troy. And uh, uh, we started working out. Gable put us through a really intense drill, and I thought at the end of the drill, practice was over. It was about 50 minutes, and uh, I was th- I was thankful that practice was over. I thought when he blew the whistle and said time, and that was good, good job. Are you guys warm and ready to go with the things, the next things I heard? And uh, I mean, that was a warm-up. I wasn't ready for it, and uh, the Steiners proceeded to beat the living tar to me for about an hour uh, in front of Gable, and, and uh, you know, it was a crossroad moment for me. It was... Um, you know, practice ended, and I was embarrassed and humbled and, and you know, thought about turning back and going home. And, and instead, I went back to the hotel and just kind of assessed things. And, and you know, I think you, your love for things are tested in the midst of, 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 of deep sacrifice, right? So I decided to stay and went back to the room that night and lifted and ran in the morning and went back the next day. And the Steiners were there again, and they did the same thing to me. And that went on for quite a while. But eventually, you know, when you're in an environment where people are incredibly passionate, uh, you tend to take on the traits of those that you're around. And uh, within 90 days, I made a really big adjustment and, you know, was able to help Coach Gable and the Hawkeyes win, win a few national titles. And, and uh, it was just an amazing experience for me. It, changed, it was a life-changing experience. So obviously, I'm extremely grateful to Coach Gable. Uh, for you know, giving me the opportunity and, and treating me fairly, you know, as a as a sophomore walk-on. You know, right across the street uh, from Carver Hawk Arena, there is that uh, apartment complex where a bunch of you guys lived. Um, who all lived in that complex, and what were um, some of your favorite memories yeah. from that time? Yeah, you know, I was, you know, I think I was, uh, for whatever reason, um, very aware. Uh, that I needed to surround myself with the right people. Uh, I think mom and dad taught me that. And uh, when I moved out here right away, um, you know, I, was, I lived in a hotel for a while. But then when school started, I lived with Terry Brands and uh, Travis Pfizer. So we were roommates. And I think choosing to be around people that were incredibly committed, uh, it helped me go through you know, the struggles that I think uh, all people have in this sport. When you're trying to attain something really big, you have ups and downs, and having someone around you that understands that was extremely helpful. 
So we lived right across the street from Tom because Tom and Terry couldn't live together, but they lived close <laughs> to each other. And, you know, there was always uh, the Monopoly battle and turned into a wrestling match and tables getting flipped over. And, I mean, there was never a, there was never a dull moment uh, at that time here. So it was a lot of fun. And, and again, you know, really grateful uh, that I was, you know, around a team of guys that were so committed to excellence. They really, they really pulled me through quite a bit. Well, hey, Tom, thank you so much for your time. Greatly appreciate it and look forward to uh, seeing you guys compete tomorrow night against the Hawkeyes. Thanks a lot, Andy. is part of the Matt Talk Podcast Network. For more wrestling podcasts, head over to matttalkonline.com.